A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, joined as always by Brendan Thomas Merritt. How is the Emerald Isle treating you today, Brendan? <laughs> great, always great. Some might say it's colder than it was in December and it's shocking rainy, but hey, it keeps the grass green. It wouldn't be the Emerald Island without the green, and Very it wouldn't true. be green without the rain. Circle of life, Simba. Circle of life. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, yeah, it's it is pretty it's pretty sunny today. The last two days have been really sunny. Cold, but sunny. We okay. will take it. Um, so what we are doing today is Brendan's going to give us a story and, uh, he's going to do it in a sort of, uh, guess the story kind of thing. Logan's going to guess what happens next, probably get it epically wrong. Um, but we're going to try. And then, uh, I will give, I will flip the tables on Brendan. I'm going to give him some sports logos and he's going to have to tell me where, what city they're from and what the team name is. It's going to be uh, enjoyable. Um, it's going to be extremely enjoyable if you watch the YouTube version, but the podcast version will be good for the story part and for the Bible part. So there's just some, you might have to go back after you listen to it on the podcast and when, when we get it up on YouTube and uh, watch the, the logos part so you get an idea what the logos actually look like. Um, but I will give you the answers for those. Brendan will give the answers for us. So that's enough of my my backlogging. I will, as always, plug uh, our Facebook and email. Um, you can find us at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. You can find us at Facebook at from Dublin to Cleveland. Um, you can uh, like us on Instagrams, Banana Man Seventeen, Brendan Thomas Merritt on Instagrams, and you can find us on all those platforms. You can also find us on Facebook if you want to friend us on Facebook. Um, I think that is most of it. You can support us by getting buying one of Brendan's books. We haven't done that in a while. Buy one of his books. <laughs> I have the shirts. Uh, you can also buy shirts. Brendan's wearing one of those. So, Brendan, yes. show us your shirt. <laughs> My work with pictorials. Herculean. So, we appreciate your support. If you guys have an idea for a new shirt, maybe something, maybe one of our slogans, maybe one of something that we say, for a new shirt, let us know, um, and we'll come up with those. Uh, with that, I'll just turn it over to Brendan, and Brendan can start on his story. Go ahead, Brendan. Awesome sauce. All right, guys, so Logan's going to guess what happens next. Why don't you guess at home, and then send us an email, or drop us a line on YouTube with your thoughts on what was coming next at each point in the story. A young couple are thinking of buying an empty apartment in an old building which was rumoured to be haunted, especially the living room of the apartment they were looking to buy. The couple get permission to spend the night in the apartment. They're a married couple. This is a Christian channel. Get your heads out the gutter, people. They go into the allegedly haunting room. They lock all the doors and windows from the inside. The woman in the couple tells the story of what happened next. So, late that evening, we went into the... Uh, I would assume living room. They go into the living room, they find something they shouldn't find. <laughs> <laughs> it is living room. 
We locked the windows and the door from the inside. We also covered the floor with... Um, honey or salt? I'm going to go with honey. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I hear the sticking squelch of uh, Intruder's feet, okay? The actual answer was white flower. Oh. Fans of the paranormal movie will not understand why. Just to see if anyone stepped across it. We switched off the lights and settled down in two comfortable chairs. We talked for a while and waited, but nothing happened. Outside, a full moon shone brightly in the night sky. Then, just after midnight... Just after midnight, something crazy wacky happens. (laughs) I love how specific you are. (laughs) The locked door suddenly opened. (gasps) The locked windows flew open, and then a strong wind blew into the room. We looked at each other in shock, and then we heard a... Scream. Terrifying sound like the howl of a wolf. And in the moonlight, we saw the the one and only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, not a salvation story. Oh, man. (laughs) The shape of an enormous beast move across the room. And through the living room wall, the door closed and locked itself. The windows flew shut, and then... Uh, the windows... You said the windows closed? Okay. Um, so the windows closed, and I'm guessing the door closes as well. Silence. Antic climax of a century, I know. For a few moments, neither of us moved... Then I switched on the light. We looked around the room. Nothing had changed except the... Door was still open. (laughs) Floor. (laughs) In the flower, on the floor, we saw... Footprints. Four footprints of a massive animal. Yeah, good. We ran to the door, shaking with fear. Just before we ran out of the room, I stopped turned and lit a match so it burned down (laughs) (laughs) took some photos of the prince and the flower oh that's another logical choice (laughs) (laughs) we ran out of the building and out into the streets all was calm and quiet We stopped to catch our breath. I checked my camera and pulled up the photos of the beast footprints. The photos were very clear, with the floor covered in white flour. But there were no footprints. Word for word quotation. (laughs) Very good. Not half bad. Not half bad. Okay, guys, so Logan did not entirely embarrass himself woefully as he has so often done in this channel before. This time, at least, he held on to some degree of dignity. 
<laughs> Same may not be said for me after this American football challenge. Take it away, broski. All Who right. <laughs> so I have given him four teams. Um, we might do this again if it's any good. If it's terrible, we might never. You might never see it again. But I've given him four teams. They're all from the same division, um, which is the uh, American Football Conference East. That does not. Uh, so these, these are the East side of America. So that might help Brendan. That might not help Brendan. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where Cleveland is on the map. <laughs> As the name so, of our show, <laughs> I am going to give. Uh, uh, I uh, would like you to look at the first picture, Brendan, and just give me a guess as to what this team is called. Okay. From. <laughs> okay. I see a bluish, grayish face in a triangular sort of shape he almost looks like you know wolverine of the x-men mm-hmm. he's wearing a really funky hat with uh, one white star and it's kind of got like tails or wispy parts at the end which have a white stripe and lots of red <sighs> he looks like a mediocre artist attempt at drawing george washington <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna say this is from Washington, and the football team is called the the Washington Knights. They were going to go with Washington Warriors, but they thought the alliteration was tacky. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, there is some... I'm going to give you some points here, because Washington is is the general time period. You, we are looking okay. at the Revolutionary War, um, and these are the Patriots. Um, they are from New England, the New England Patriots. Tom Brady was their quarterback for a long time. Ah, I kind of like him. And by kind yes. of, he pops up on my Instagram page like once a month. Yeah. yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's what it, that is where Brady is known from is from New England. From yeah. the Patriots. So that is the New England Patriots logo. Um, but we'll give him, we'll give him half a point for the Washington and time period. Correct. <laughs> screw your pity i'll sooner take zero all right you're taking zero then um <laughs> moving on to number two <laughs> hmm. okay i see a dolphin and and he's wearing either a hat or a helmet with a big yellow m mm-hmm. and behind him um it looks to be like a sun only his rays are made of razors. So if I were that dolphin, I wouldn't swim too close to them. They just get chopped up, which could be the intention. Um, I think the M is for Michigan because I have an Indian house <laughs> housemate. <laughs> I have an Indian friend. <laughs> I do not live in England. Who lives in England? And he's got a Michigan flag, and I think that's the same M. Okay. I don't recall having seen dolphins in his house, but the M looks similar. <laughs> so I think that's for Michigan, and I assume they have a really generic, boring name, like the Michigan Dolphins. Hmm. Uh, you, I'm going to give you a point for the team name. You got it absolutely right. They're the Dolphins. 
They're yeah, not yeah. from Michigan, though. They are from Miami. Massachusetts? Okay. From Miami. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to get that. Okay. Because <laughs> it's hot and warm in Miami. That does make sense. Yeah. Welcome to Miami. Okay. But Miami Dolphins, they have dolphins. Dolphins do not exist in Michigan. Michigan is too okay. cold for dolphins. <laughs> uh, we've got dolphins. Dolphins are cute. A man's best friend. All right. Moving on to number three. Okay. I don't even know what color this is. Is that like gray or like... It's supposed to be green. It's like a really dark green. Okay, well, put it this way. I come from the island of 40 shades of green, and we don't have that one. <laughs> okay, apparently it's a green rectangle with a white oval, and NY is in the middle. I almost feel like it's too obvious to be New York, but if I don't say New York, and it is New York, I'm going to look really, really stupid. So I assume it's a New York team. The New Yorkers, the, the the Yankees, the Yankee Greens, the Khaki Greens, the Dirty Greens, the Dirty Green Yorkers, Yankees, is that a team? You're going to call them the Yankees. Is that offensive? I don't know. I've heard people say it on TV. I'm there, saying cities, New York, and they call the Yankees. There is a team called the Yankees. They live. Okay. They are not this team. They're a baseball team. We might see their logo later on. So what game is this? <laughs> this is football. Um, okay, American football. Um, so this is the New York Jets. Every other logo has the word Jets that. on it. So I couldn't give you the New York Jets because okay. you just immediately know that it's the New York Jets. <laughs> I actually probably would have beat that together. I've heard of them before. I don't know where, but I know I have. Okay. So I will give you a point for New York, though. You got that right. So good, <laughs> good on you for that. Yeah, um, all right. Be where the Jets. So that that was probably the tricky, the tricky hard one. Let's move okay. on to the fourth one, which is apparently the easy one. One would no, probably believe. Probably not. But <laughs> okay. I see what could either be a goat or a buffalo. And it seems to have the powers of Scott Summers, Cyclops of the X-Men. It's shooting an optic blast from its eye. Seeing the same color as in the X-Men comic books. It's red. Um, The outline is in white. The majority of it is in blue. And very patriotically colored. Um, Let me see. Have I heard New York Buffaloes before? The Buffaloes? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to assume it's somewhere with a lot of wilderness. Given that it seems to be a wild animal. (laughs) As though I'm supposed to know the wilderness of of, of the US of A. (laughs) It's like, yes, I've been there many times. Not. Um, Let me see. If I were a cowboy, where would I be? It's weird, because whenever I think of California today, I, all I think of is, like, Silicon Valley. But I know that in the past, it was like, you know, go west, my son, if you want adventure. Mm. So, possibly yeah. California. But then I think, where's the Grand Canyon? That's pretty wilderness-like. Mm-hmm. Um, or where do your Indian, or your Native American tribes live? Um, they live all in the Midwest. Yeah. Not helpful. <laughs> I'm just going to like... Literally, at, literally at one point lived all across America, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, clap, clap, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
California, Buffalo, New York, Buffalo sounds better. New York, Buffalo has a ring to it, I don't know why. But I don't think it's New York, because it was the last one. Alabama, Buffalo. No, that's too far south, I think. Kentucky, Buffalo. Texas, Buffalo. No, Texas is along your Mexican border. Does it have wilderness? Maybe. Illinois, Buffalo. I'm just trying to get random names here. Dallas, Buffalo. You have at one point said said where it's from. Ah, stop the lights. <laughs> it's not helpful, but... It's not helpful. Something you said was correct. I know Texas has a certain element of wilderness about it insofar as, you know, you often see the guys in their tight jeans or their cowboy hats sitting on their hmm. ranch cows. Um... I'm going to say that they're the Texas Buffaloes. I don't know what a buffalo looks like. I think that's supposed to be buffalo. Texas Buffaloes. You're absolutely right. It's supposed to be a buffalo. Um, okay. It they 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 are from New York. They there's a specific town called Buffalo. So they ah. they use that and their team name is called the Bills. Buffalo Bills is the team. <laughs> <laughs> that's a stupid name. So, I do think you deserve a point for coming out and deciding that it was a buffalo. And I would have given you all points if you would have said they were from New York. But I can't give you all the points. So, I think you get at least three points from this game, if if I'm correct. You know the first point, like the first one when I said, don't patronize me? I want that point back. It was three out of a possible eight. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I can still hold my head up high because I'm a son of God. Amen. And I, I actually, actually, genuinely, gen- genuinely, I did not expect you to get that many right. Okay. Oh, so really? you, oh, did, you did well. I did myself. <laughs> I expected <laughs> you to get nothing right. Me. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, good. I'll expand on it next time. <laughs> I expect it, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Okay, well guys, clearly I did not know a heck of a lot about American football, especially because I thought it was on baseball. <laughs> that was a bit of a rude awakening come question two or three, whatever that was. <laughs> but there is one thing I do know about, and that's the love of God. So turn with me to Sam... 84. It says, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may have her young, a place near your altar, O Lord Almighty, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, they are ever praising you, Salah. That's Amen, let it be so. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. 
The autumn rains also cover it with pools. Other translations say blessings. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. That's in ancient Israel. Hear my prayer, O Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, O God of Jacob, Salah. Look upon our shield, O God. Look with favour on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favour and honour. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Contextually, friends, this is referring to a physical temple in the nation of Israel that Solomon, David's son, built. Obviously, it's not there anymore. But as we come boldly before Jesus, in a spiritual sense, we do come before his throne of grace. And there is a temple in heaven, which we read about in Revelation. So think of this in terms of you actually coming before God Almighty with your prayer requests, with your needs, with your praise, with your celebration of who Jesus is, with your worship, your intimate adoration of who he is. And people all over the world at every second of the day, in a spiritual sense, are before his throne, are in his innermost courts. And even in verse 10, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. When was the last time you felt like that? Maybe you spend your whole life thinking, ah, uh, things will be great when I'm married and out of, out from under my parents' roof. Or maybe you've thought, ah, uh, life will be awesome when I'm finished my exams and I go live on a college campus. How <laughs> little you know. Or maybe, you know, when I leave the state, leave the country, leave the continent, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side mentality. But when was the last time you thought, wow, just being in the center of God's will, in his presence, that is enough. That's where you find help in times of need, comfort when you're feeling lowly, healing when you're feeling sick. Restoration, when you feel broken on the inside. Loved, when the world tells you that you're hated. Special, when the people who should have been there for you didn't make the time for you. In the Lord's presence, there is fullness of joy and all those needs get met. And I love that verse there in 11 that no good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. You're not always going to get what you want when you want. But that is a verse to stand on. To say, God is absolutely good. He absolutely loves me. He's absolutely true. And to stand in that word for healing, for restoration, for blessing, for encouragement, for divine provision. And to know that you could spend your life in the tents of the wicked and it might look 
materially richer or more prosperous. We might have more friends. But at least when you've got God Almighty, I say at least, when you have God Almighty, you have the all in all, the all sufficient one who meets all of your needs, who knows everything about you, even the number of hairs on your head, who loves you, is mad about you, and you're always on his mind. It really is the best place you could ever be. So Logan, what do you think of when you read Psalm 84? What has God shown you over the years? There are there are a couple cool things here, honestly. You have um, the fact that God takes care of sparrows. He takes care of birds. Mm. Um, takes care of the smallest little things and gives them a nest and a home. Um, that just shows God's care for creation, the things he made. And if he cares for such a small thing as a sparrow, he cares for you so much more because you're created in his image. You're his likeness. Um, and so if he takes so intricate detail in the little things, how much more does he do it in the big things and the things of your life that he works out and plots and plans and puts you where you need to be? So that's really a, that's a cool part there. Um, as you go down a little farther, uh, you see that in verse 10, for a, thou- for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. So um, the best days we can have here on earth are not going to compare anything to being with mm-hmm. God one day. They're, yeah. they're going to be drops in the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. The point where he said, I'd rather be the guy who just opens the door and sits outside the door to let people in, in God's house, than hang out with any wicked people. Um, we like to think here on this earth that the wicked people have it all together. They, you know, you, you're, you're, whether they're government leaders, whether they're fancy actresses or anything like that, that, uh, they have all the food, everything they could ever want, all the money they can ever want. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be with that wickedness. You don't want to be with that wrongness that they're doing. Um, because it might give you, um, it might give you what your flesh wants, but it doesn't give you what your heart needs and what you were created for. We were created for God. Mm. Um, all the people who've made money and have done awesome things are miserable people, honestly, because they've gotten everything they've wanted and it's not enough. Um, yeah. Our desire, our drive, as, as us Americans like to call it, um, cannot be satisfied apart from God. It cannot be fulfilled. Without, if your goal and your aim in your life is not uh, is focused on anything else, it will never be satisfied. You're always you're, there's always something you can't do. You can't go across seas because you don't have enough money. There's always a limitation on us as human beings. We're we're created with this unlimited desire that has l- limited potential <laughs> to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. We are finite. We're not infinite like he is. Um, so there, if we focus on our desire and doing things, we're not going to get it. We have to put our trust as at the beginning, it talks about fainting for God's heart, like fainting and soul longing for him. That's who we were created for. That's what our soul wants. We have to give our soul that. Um, and the last thing I'll add that I really liked, uh, in verse 11, how the Lord God is a sun and a shield. So not only does he, uh, we think of the sun, we think of its blessings um, and how much it gives us energy when we see the sun. And when it's absent, we go, oh, I wish it was sunny today. How it 
it brightens our day. Um, the fact that we can rely that it will rise at a certain time during the day and set during a certain time of the day um, is all thanks to God. Um, and once you see the sun, which God, as it says here, is the sun, the moonlight, the the little things that we have in our lives that are reflections of God, we can appreciate them because we know the sun. We know the sun and what it looks like. And also we don't worship the moonlight. We don't worship the things that God built on this earth and created because the sunlight is so much more powerful, beautiful, amazing. Um, it's who God is. And lastly, he's a shield. That's really cool. He protects us. He takes care of us. Even when we think that um, we're outside of God's protection or outside of God's help, we're not. He's He's with us. He's always with us. He takes care of us. And um, he is a shield and a fortress and a place that we can run to that our souls can be safe and we can be safe in him. We get, we're not going to find safety in our homes. We're not going to find safety in um, money. We're not going to find safety in things. We can only find our safety, our joy, our peace, our peace, our patience, our kindness, all of the things that you think of when you think of the blessings and fruits of the spirit, all that can only be found in him. You can't find that outside of him. Um, so as we close up, I'll close us in prayer that uh, we would trust you, Lord, that we would put our faith and trust in you, that you would bless us as we do that, that, Lord, you would help us to walk, um, that we'd walk uprightly, we'd walk worthily. That doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. There's going to be mistakes that we have on our on on our plates, on our time here on earth, but it does mean that we we keep ourselves right before you. We check and clear those things that are wrong, those things that are leading us astray. Lord, be our shield, be our sun, um, be be our God. Help us to long for you as mm. as we're in a dry and weary land, Lord. We're in a land that walks away from you, that spits in your face, that not many people follow after you. Help us to follow you anyway. Help us to long for you. Help us to faint for you, to put everything, all of our efforts for you. Even as no one else does or no one else seems to around us, help us to do it anyway. Help us to follow you. Um, help us to do that with all of our heart and soul. Give us a good week this week. Help it to be profitable um, for your honor and glory, not for ours, not that we get what we want or things that we need, but that we would worship the sun who is you and not worship the moon who is everything else. Um, give us a good rest of the day today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'll just add to that. And if we've got any sparrows listening, any runaways, uh, those who are known just for taking flight, may you find a home in God Almighty. And if we have any swallows, may you put down roots, because planted in the house of the Lord, you flourish. Psalm 91. And not only you, but also the succeeding generations that come from you. Both the fruit of your loins, but also your spiritual kids as well. It's always easier to leave, friends. We know that. Amen. Um, well, easier on the surface. But it is God's will that you put down roots in him. Indeed. And uh, he blesses consistency. He blesses long-suffering. He blesses perseverance. Amen. All right, guys. Have a super special, awesome, wonderful week. And we'll chat to you next week. God bless. Indeed. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Have a great week. See you later.